Hello everyone, welcome to The Patch. This week brought to you by Blue Apron and Trunk Club. And spilled drinks. And my spilled drink that I spilled right. <laughs> Literally shot everywhere. You, you, Gus was so excited because he had this tea. With no air with in it. With no air, zero air. You turn the bottle upside no down and there was no bubbles going to the top because it was completely full. The first thing he did, squeeze it. And I, go, I opened it what and would happen it. if I squeeze this? Because I was a... Because when you open it, it like the level falls a little bit, and I was like squeezing it to see like how much of the bottle was compressed with the seal, and then it, what, what it happened, just Gus? And spilled everywhere. It just went everywhere. And Gus. <laughs> anyway, video I'm, games. I'm Adam. I'm Ryan. Thank well, you. Ashley. Ashley will be and back. Gus. There she is. I'm, I'm video games. Um, Hi, video is games. Is it me or was there? <laughs> Surprisingly, not a lot to talk about this week. Well, I feel I don't, like we had a lot of excitement well, with I mean, the some Sony stuff thing last out. week. I feel like it was more um, that it, it's all like it really is all around PS4. I feel like that was the the major thing this week because last week, of course, right before the patch, uh, they held the PlayStation meeting, so a lot of stuff was still coming out about it as we were uh, going through the patch. And the last week or so has all felt like fallout from that. <laughs> Well, you know what Sony so, is doing, so, sure. so to say. They're coming out with multicolored Vitas. Yeah, they That's are. That's a great thing. It's probably better than the whole PlayStation press conference last week. Well, well Did you not like the PlayStation press conference last week? No. Well, well what disappointed you? Um, so At least it was short. It was, it was. It was like there was not a whole lot there. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to feel like I'm getting a lesser experience because they're putting out like a, another half step for the PS4. And I feel like for the few games that I'm not going to be playing on PC, uh-huh. like Horizon Zero Dawn, because it's PlayStation exclusive. It looks awesome, because right. they didn't show more of that mm-hmm. at the PlayStation. Right, game. and they were like, look awesome. how much better it's going to look with... Well, with You're not going to necessarily have that much of a diminished experience, But though. it's going to be different. And, yeah. I know, and, I'm, and I'm like... like you if know, you had a 4K okay, TV, yeah, I'd do agree with TV. you. Right. But without a 4K TV, I mean, you're still going to get HDR. Right. Do you have a 4K TV? I don't, I don't. But... Like there, there was some talk about like you know it's it's going to be a more powerful system like maybe you're going to get better frame rate maybe you have less dips and things like that like I don't want to know that I might be getting a less than optimal experience. You say that, but you're a PC guy. PCs Abs- are nothing if not v- a variable the, level of experience. That's a great point. But that's but that's why I like I know that going into PC with consoles, the reason I buy a console is because I can know like all right, I'm going to get four to five years out of this maybe maybe sometimes more maybe maybe sometimes a little bit less but like now it's like all right i've had a ps2 or ps4 for like two years and although i'm gonna be able to play those games i might feel like i'm not getting the best experience and well, that's what you care thing. about extra ferns you're probably getting at least like the baseline experience yeah. like anything you're missing it's not like core it's just like extra little stuff right but it's, as it's, someone who likes to like crank, crank games up to like ultra on pc i feel like uh Brag about it. Yeah, yeah. really. Well, no, I don't even have that great of a PC right I, now. I, I got, that was my next question. I got <laughs> to upgrade. I'm, are, on like, I'm on like a 780 and like a older uh, i7. What so. are you going to get? Are you, are you, I'm going to go you, like do you balls save to up the wall. Definitely don't go piecemeal. Yeah. Like, I just save the money and then I'm like, all right, now I'm going to fucking buy everything I can. But I'm definitely going to rock. Like, I, I, when the TIs come out, that's probably when I'll buy a PC. I'm about to maybe cancel a, a, a trip to Japan, so like I might have a whole bunch of money mm. free up. So I might just go spend it all on a PC. Whoa. Canceling a trip to Japan. I know. That's, I don't know. That's saying a lot. Speaking of Japan. TGS this week. TGS is going on this week. That's where they announced the multicolored Vitas. Yes. A, a so, bizarre so announcement. Fucking, don't they like think? said they were abandoning hey, the Vitas. thing you don't care about, now you can have it in blue. <laughs> it didn't they also, last generation though, didn't they also have really cool multicolored PSPs, but only in Japan? They never made their way over here? Or am That's I thinking point. of... Some they, kind of earlier revision there, of the Vita. There were also some uh, 3DSs that did that, like yeah. the, the Dude, Super there Famicom. Dude, so fucking uh, many little, that, 3DSs that, that do that. GBA, I'm was it the GBA mad. Micro? Yeah, you could get the Micro here for a while. Oh, could you? Okay. Yeah. I think there was a, a retro Famicom-themed Micro that you That's could not get here. That's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... I'm really tempted to import one of the Super Famicom 3DSs and then just do a case replacement. I mean, I know a guy not, that used to be going to Japan. What? I said, I know a guy that used to. I think, I think it's right. Listen, if I, don't, if, I don't, if I don't go in a month, I'm going to go like in six months. So okay, there it's you all go. fine. Depends on it's how long you want to wait. I might postpone a vacation, okay. not cancel it. I'd really like to do TGS next year. I think that'd be a lot I of fun. I went last year. It was all right. You I went, went last there. year. It was a. Uh, it was not quite what I expected. It was a little different than what it's, I expected. Was that weird, man? It's a lot more B two B and specifically Asia B two B focused. Uh, it's very much like ministries for video game development of different Asian countries mm. trying to get people to open 
branches of their development studios in their oh. country. So it's like the Singapore Video Game Development Council is there, you know, trying to convince people to open. That's a thing. Develop video games in Singapore, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and the, the as far as like big exhibits, I remember last year, uh, Konami was there in kind of a big way, and um, with their Battlefront was also there, which I thought was weird. That was and out weird. Of place. It was like most most of the stuff you see at TGS, at least last year when we went, was like <clears throat> these giant like hundred by fifty foot booths. Of like these huge mobile games, yeah, just like stuff that you, like, you're never going to see here. Yeah, right, there was like one thing that they built an entire freaking pirate ship, and like another thing to go along with it, and that was their booth, mm -hmm. like for a mobile sad. game. They make me a little bit sad when you see a really amazing booth at an event like that because you know that the second the doors close from that event, someone's going to take a sledgehammer to that, and it's going to be in pieces, and it will never be seen Some, again. And that's, that's a bummer. Sometimes you know, you know, Titanfall, Titanfall made that giant uh, Titan mm -hmm. for one of the pa one of the E3s, not the, not the past one. They made another one, but then they like shipped it to Europe. And under the understanding that whoever they were shipping to was going to ship it back. And they're like, oh, no, shipping on this is way too expensive. So they just didn't ship it back. And so they just lost their Titan. It's somewhere over there in Europe right now. <gasps> wow. Just hanging out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's in a mall now, I think. You, oh, that makes sense. Some say if you build up enough points, you can drop it in. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at TGS, uh, there were, uh, Hideo Kojima re revealed some more details yes! about Death Stranding. And I feel like I'm becoming a lunatic. Because he says stuff, and I can kind of understand what he means. What? Like, you you okay, can speak no. Kojima? He has the, he, 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 a telepathic link. He said the thing where he said, we want to connect players not just with sticks, but with ropes. Ah. Uh, and I was like, And you oh. just said, like, blonde, brunette. I was like, right. You don't, like, when you think about a stick, it's like hitting people with sticks. It's not just, like, competitive multiplayer, but they're roped together, like, co-op. Right? Like you're roped here's, together here's the on thing an about saying something about sticks versus ropes. You can take it however you want, and you'll still get whatever he gives you. But And somehow it will make sense, and you'll go, oh, it made sense, but it wasn't what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. So you just have all this time to speculate and have amazing yep. conversations about he, what it will not be. Or maybe he, like, he'll say something intentionally yeah. vague like that to see what the audience comes up with. Like, what is it that they really what are they want? Right, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah it'll take yeah. that. And they so go, like, aha, well, maybe... He a, also said that it'll be an open world yes. crowdsourcing uh, action game. Yeah, so it's vagueness. open world action, it's multiplayer, and beyond that, and it has, and it has babies. And, Do you think, well, and it, babies, it will also feature sticks, but also ropes for tethering and connecting players. Ropes. What? ropes so, see, tethering. look, he literally meant ropes. Do you think... Yeah, think, yeah, and then there was an image of uh, himself, Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus, and uh, I don't know who else. Someone like, else, all, like, all, all connected by up. rope. So, so do you think it's going to be like a, you know, like Dark Makes Souls, no you sense. put down like a sign, and like other players in that world will see it. Do you think it'd be like a fishing line that people will be like, oh, I'll connect to that hook and then like hook on and go to their world? Is that the rope they're talking about? I don't know. Just yeah, like but it is going to have from the sky. yes, 4K resolution and HDR. Fuck, so it'll take advantage. This of This is like the reason Pro. I'm going to have to buy a stupid. 4K. I mean, none of the, uh, nothing no. with 4K not, is really 4K, for the, though. For the most part, they're not 4K. There are, I think, a couple well, of games. Like, I think ESO, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, <laughs> was going to make 4K. I think that was the one. Not 100% mm. sure. But most of them are going to get near 4K at most. Which, again, given the uh, penetration of 4K TVs, may not be as big a deal right now as it will be in a couple of years. Could, this could be a technology driver for 4K displays and 4K televisions to encourage people to go out and get it because there's actually content. Yeah, you guess who makes 4K now. TVs? Did you feel hey. like in that uh. PlayStation announcement they were like, look how good this looks. You won't be able to tell if you don't have a great TV because your TV is suck-ass. Yeah. Look how good this looks. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> um, what did you say? You said something that made me want to... Oh, 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 oh. You said, is it really going to be 4K? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're still faced with that with current consoles, right? Like, is it going to be 1080? It's 1080, 1080? but it's not really. Yeah. It's, it's like a like, weird like hybrid nine resolution. Nine-something upscaled. But now they've decided that they can trick us with 4K upscaled. So, you, yeah, if they're having yeah, pretty much. trouble hitting a 1080 target... What do they do when they quadruple? Well, uh, the how do you feel pixels? about the the fact that they're going to be locking in thirty frames per second for multiplayer? Oh yeah, because they were saying that they want to do that so that, that uh, people on the PS4 Pro don't have uh, an advantage over people on the regular PS4. There you go, Adam. See, they care about you still. Yeah, that's uh, that doesn't actually bother me as much. Like in, in terms of. A console, most console games you play, like, or a lot of console games you play, are 30 FPS to begin with. So yeah. it's like, it's well, not, does a it fucking, not, okay, not a real concern. You spend extra money to get a more powerful console. I don't want to buy don't this thing, get to so I'm fucking, that's an argument against it for me. Great. Perfect. No, look, but then you spend, well, let's say you buy a more powerful computer, and then your computer has to run 
to match somebody that's running like a, a 900 series <laughs> I mean, or a 700 series you know, or a 600 in, in series competitive, GeForce in card. competitive gaming like you see people turn like settings all the way down to low like yep. in survival games so that the bushes disappear and you have a competitive advantage anyway so it's all the same thing it's lame though <laughs> it's, lame. it's super lame. It's, lame it's like don't, don't handicap you know my performance to to match somebody yeah, else yeah. just because this is the ultimate pay to win yeah you paid more for a console so you should automatically win right no it's just you should get to play at the optimal levels of the console you paid for if you're going to pay for a console that has more power you should get to use the power i don't you can in all the single player stuff yeah but then it's it's unbalanced on a competitive multiplayer don't, don't side. play cross platform yeah, with lower maybe consoles it's just gonna be like I, oh I god do, another I, let's shard division oh Break the ecosystem. Don't. I mean, that said, I like do see an argument for making it a level playing field in terms of frame mm -hmm. rate. You're still going to have uh, potentially better resolution and everything, um, but f because one of the major themes of consoles is that sort of everyone is on an equal playing field, I can see why they'd want to keep it. I like mm -hmm. as if I was going to pay the extra money to upgrade to a PS4 Pro, I wouldn't be happy about it. But as someone who hasn't done so yet, I'm like, all right, I see it. It's fine. I'll be I'll be upset about it when I have a pro and I'm getting held back. No, I mean I agree. I'd like the it, to keep multiplayer functioning. That's really their only option. It's just it's a bad choice. I mean, I don't know if it's their only option. Look at PC gaming. Like people play the same games with shittier PCs than another person. So it's true. All it works. Time. Works, man. Yeah, like, and um, I think that there are a lot bigger things that they could be tackling than we're gonna lock the frame rate for multiplayer games like for example mod support because they can't like it just last week and this was it kind of was a weird bad week for playstation yeah. i feel like they had this playstation meeting everyone was looking forward to it everyone was super hyped and then everyone came out of it going huh mm. and then and then it went from there to one bit of bad news after the other. Uh, probably the worst one for a lot of people is that Bethesda officially canceled mod support and they for PS4. straight up threw Sony under the oh, bus yeah. right. in that fucking announcement. It was allegedly a licensing issue, which as far as as far as anyone's been able to tell means that uh, Sony didn't want modders to have what they consider to be developer-level access to the PS4 without paying for a license. And so I think... It seems like where the discussion got hung up for so long was trying to figure out that licensing issue. Like, would Bethesda somehow pay extra for a bulk license for mods, or what was the that going to look like? And there were probably all kinds of conversations about, uh, you know, approving mods for like making sure they're not infringing on anything. And so on and so forth. And it just it just fell apart, and they officially canceled it. I also saw speculation that um, Sony was worried that DRM and access to the console could be circumvented via the avenue of mods, because mods opens up a more direct access to uh, the hardware that mm -hmm. people would typically get, and they want to make sure that the ecosystem stays protected. I think, I think bottom line, though, like the reasoning doesn't matter to the to the end user. Like players just no, want to do right. mods. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't. I don't care why you're not letting me do yeah. mods. You're not letting me do fucking mods. Well, and the, well, but it, the the worst part is they say um, <coughs> Xbox could do it. Why couldn't you? Right. right. Um, and it's the honestly the circumvention of security is like that's a valid concern. People use mods to break games all the time. That's part of the fun of it for a lot of people is they do stuff that wasn't originally intended with the game, but. That said, they managed to figure out on another ecosystem, so I don't blame PS4 players, especially all the people who bought Fallout, thinking, hey, mods will come. They're not mm -hmm. in yet, but they're going to come. Mm -hmm. And who bought the game and have been waiting for that for, what, like nine months Almost now? a year, yeah. yeah. Almost a year. Uh, and it turns out, no, that's just never going to happen. It's also interesting to me how far Sony has come in their thinking on that, If assuming, of course, if the security line of reasoning is is the actual reasoning, when you know one of the initial selling items for the PS3 was the fact you could install Linux and other operating systems oh, yeah. onto it. And I, it went from, that. I forgot that that was a yeah, thing. It went from thing. a fairly open platform you could do whatever you wanted with to like narrowing it down. In fact, uh, I, I, I forgot about this. I didn't realize it was on the box. Yeah, it was on the box. Uh, and I, In fact, I forgot about this, but the PS2 also had like accessories. Like if you got the broadband adapter, you could hook up a keyboard and a mouse to it as well, and you could use like web browsing and they released uh, very fundamental, very rudimentary computer use out of it. They actually released recently. I think Baird was looking at it. They have a like keyboard and mouse type deal for the the PS4 now. That I think I think he said he used in Destiny, hmm. and he said it gave him a minor advantage. 
but it's yeah. not built for it. So yeah, interesting though. Yeah. Uh, here, let me uh, read this thing right here. I want to remind everyone this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients taste better, and they're better for you, so it's important to know where your food comes from. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. And I've talked about it before, but the ramen they have you make is actually really, really good. Uh, Blue Apron features new recipes that are created each week by Blue Apron's culinary team and are not repeated within a year. Choose your meal from a variety of recipes or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. The pictures with ingredients the pictures along with the steps are really helpful. If it tells you how to cut something and you don't know what they mean, you can look at the picture and be like, oh, cut it till it looks like that. Um, check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash the patch. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash the patch. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Go check out Blue Apron. They have some really, really delicious food. Wait, so tell and me they've more, got an app. Tell, tell me more about the ramen. Um, it's good. I've had, I think... I've prepared two or three different ramen dishes with Blue Apron, uh, and they're they're all really good. Like one of them, you know, you, it comes with a bunch of different mushrooms, and you make like a mushroom broth with it, and it get you know the noodles are like really soft. You just yeah. have to like heat them up for like a minute or two, and then combine it all together. It's really good. That sounds really delicious. Yeah. I love ramen. Yeah, me it's too. It's like I love I love getting all soupy. <laughs> I had ramen for lunch today. Really? Yeah. Oh, jealous. not for Blue Apron. I, had to, I got to, had to go to a restaurant. I didn't have time. I'm very quick. Uh, anyway, thank you, Blue Apron. Appreciate it. Where were we at? Oh, yeah, we were, we were, about, we were, we were talking, um, about, talking about PS4's so, troubles. <laughs> shit the bed. Yeah, so the, there was a mod thing. Then Did they have another um, So there was, it was weird, it was a weird thing to come on the heels of the mod thing. I think it might not have been as big a deal otherwise. But they did, um, Andrew House uh, said, came out and said that they see their main competition now as PC. So it's, they don't feel like they're really even competing with Xbox anymore. And to be fair, I can't blame them because they're, we don't have exact numbers on uh, Xbox One sales. The last numbers we had months were ago were super right. outdated. Yeah, and, and they were well, Sony was well ahead. Yeah, um, at, you know, even at that point, it was <coughs> double. Mm -hmm. I think they were, they were around. And uh, even if Microsoft has made up some ground, uh, probably not. They haven't made up that much yet. They haven't had enough time to. Uh, so we're looking somewhere in the neighborhood of PS4 being still double-ish of Xbox One. I mean, even people, I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody over at Xbox said that they're already kind of seeing the end of the console thing oh, coming soon. Like, it's just going to evolve into a pure PC sort of industry. Like, but that, it, was like, that wasn't a guy like making an official it comment. Wasn't, right? yeah. It wasn't. Like, I mean, it, it was speculation. It, I, it feels like the Play Anywhere... I can tell you that I'm not going to ever buy an Xbox if every game's on play anywhere. Well, which we can talk about in a little bit as well. I'd like yeah. to finish this conversation, but I've been playing Recore, which is the first mm -hmm. Xbox Play Anywhere title that's out. Um, so we actually have some kind of idea how that's going to work now, too. Yeah, uh, or not work. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think both sides of the, the coin on this are, are seeing that PC may be the ultimate direction, a, a close, somehow like a closed ecosystem on a PC market. So uh, Xbox has basically already got that in their Xbox or Microsoft store, which is sort of functions as Xbox Live's extension into the PC world. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they're going to have to start going up against Steam and man. Well, I mean, PlayStation's approach is, and they've, you know, they've got PlayStation now, which at the moment isn't PS4 games, it's only PS3, uh, PS3 and, and other legacy titles. But it's not to say they can't do it that down the road is add PS4 titles into the mix. Uh, I mean, it, it is streaming, so it's not exactly being able to install the game and play mm -hmm. it natively. So there are, that'll work better with some titles than others. But at the moment, that's how Sony's trying to get into the PC market. I think what... What House was saying specifically about their competition being PC was he said they have some data on the, the sort of the middle of console life cycle is the time when uh, console players are the most likely to jump ship to PC instead. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Are we um, in the middle of the cycle already? 
Nine more. It's been um, yeah, it's been or we were almost three years, three in years now. now yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, it doesn't feel like that long at all. Uh, but we're almost three years in to this life cycle, and the last generation was actually an abnormally long generation. That was what eight years. Something like that. Yeah, and uh, so, I, you know, I, yeah. I'm not that surprised. In fact, I think last generation, the first revisions of hardware came two years in. Hmm. Uh, you know, and if, to be fair, it's just it was Slim's, uh, but they had they were the slight performance boosts and everything. So um, I can see it because this is when um, I mean, consoles launch like even at the launch, there's already PCs that outdo every aspect of, of a console hardware. But this is the point at which like several years in, all of that aspirational hardware from a few years ago on PC has gotten very, very cheap now. So you can build a PC that for about the same price as a console that so outperforms the console, you can see people eventually making that leap. Do you think this is gonna be the next big uh, moment in history where Microsoft gets broken up again for monopolizing things? Because here they are basically, They've the Xbox yep. Live integrates so well already with Windows because it's a Microsoft product on a Microsoft platform uh, that now that's Which is far more incestuous than Internet Explorer and Windows Explorer being the same was. You think so? I think so. Really? Why? Yeah. Because this is like direct, like the buy one, it's like having a multi-pronged approach mm -hmm. to uh, to the to the living room essentially between yeah. PC and Xbox and then having that platform that unifies it all together. I, I mean, suppose it's just it doesn't by default I think come with Windows. You have to st you still have to install a few things. Though now with Windows 10 maybe not. Yeah, with the with the anniversary update you don't have to. Um I will say that the it seems like Microsoft has at least going for it aside from the fact that it owns the platform that most of these this gaming is done on. Uh man, I never felt like PlayStation now wasn't or uh What's the PlayStation Online? Uh, PlayStation Plus. Plus. Play there we go. Oh, no. uh, well, you're PS about... Plus. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're talking about the Xbox Live competitor. I'm talking about Live versus PlayStation Plus. Yeah. I've never felt yes, like PlayStation okay. Plus wasn't a bit of a hot mess. So that was another thing. This so, is this is why oh it just keeps God, yeah, coming. There was a study that. as well, and this was, I believe, an independent study, but because of the results, Microsoft heavily promoted it, mm -hmm. uh, saying that Xbox Live is a faster, more reliable service than PSN, with one exception, and I think that exception was matchmaking. But that overall connection times, et cetera, et cetera, were tend to be better on Xbox Live. Matchmaking for multiplayer, faster on PSN. Two, two things I want to say. I want to step back for a second, then I yep. want to come back to this. Uh, I think it would be more of a deal for antitrust if the Xbox One was in the lead and not like in a way yes. far behind. Like they're not dominating on the console market by yeah, any stretch of the imagination. The next step, if the next step for both consoles is just a pure PC platform, then you, you're already integrated if you're yeah. talking about Microsoft products. Yeah, like, yeah, and Sony's behind. Imagine if one. they did something similar to what they're doing now with the backwards compatibility drive for Xbox One to 360 titles. Imagine if they did that with Microsoft anywhere mm. and just pushed back your, your digital library extending back to the 360 is now available on your PC. It's almost like the Nintendo approach where they sell you a new console so that you have like your back catalog of, mm -hmm. old, of old games, except Nintendo makes you buy it over and over. Right. Um, but the, I don't think it would be um, antitrust at that point yet either because Microsoft's competition would instead just be shifting. It'd be pivoting to Steam. I don't know, man. After they got got for Internet Explorer, which is like, well, I mean, I guess I can kind of see it, but seriously. But everyone keeps a much closer eye on that kind of thing now as well because of that specifically. Mm -hmm. oh. And then as far as like the study, I, I, I want to bitch okay. about an Internet service provider in Austin. Oh, dude, Ooh. go. All right, go for it. Is it your current it. internet service no, provider? No, okay. it is my old internet service provider, piece of shit, Time Warner Cable. Um, there was a period, I, I think it was about two years ago, uh -huh. maybe it was about two years ago, where uh, I could not connect to PlayStation Plus. Like, I could not collect to online services at all. And it went on for about two weeks and just, like, could not connect, could not connect. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Rebooted all my home network equipment. My internet worked fine. Rebooted my PlayStation. Just couldn't do it. Uh, swapped out my ISP's DNS with Google DNS, and then it worked fine. What? Yep. Huh. My, the DNS provided by my internet service provider just would not let me connect to PlayStation Plus. I'd be curious if you did like a trace route on it and see where it was getting hung. Yeah, I, I was, I, I was so fucking mad. I don't know. I didn't, I did not troubleshoot any further after that because I was like, <laughs> I mean, it was two weeks. I couldn't. Uh, I, I think I, it might have been when The Last of Us came out. That's a really long time for a service like that to shit the bed. Yeah, and who knows what would happen if like. I, I mean, how long would, did other people let it go on? Like, other people who don't know 
how to change out DNS or even what DNS is. Which is the vast majority of people. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, that's shitty. That's a shame. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, 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 it's always been an interesting value proposition for me looking at, you know, PlayStation Plus versus Xbox Live. Because uh, I feel like at its core, you know, it should be providing the same service, but the approaches it takes are very different. I feel like still to this day, game save synchronization across PlayStation Plus lags behind. It's yeah. such yeah. a turd. Yeah. It's a it's huge turd. Like, right. it's, so you can, you can set one console to sync up to the cloud, and then if you go anywhere else, you have to manually pull that save down. And then put it back up. And then it's put it back up. like they have absolutely spent zero time paying any attention to what the competitors are doing. <laughs> with Steam and with Xbox, it just works. Your, your cloud saves for any game... Well, and assuming they're turned on in Steam. So, I'm sorry, I wow, love that, what I, a sneeze! I love that guy's ah. sneeze. Steam, uh, Steam is like is still. There are some games that don't, they don't yes, require they games don't to support, support it. Yes, and so there's still that slight bit of nonsense. And, 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 and fuck you. And Civ Five if also they by it. default defaults to local saves and not ah. Steam saves, and you have to like click on a tab to get uh, over to Steam. Yeah, saves. But, but again, that's like a five-year-old game at this point. Works. You don't pay attention to it. The exception. They're the exception that proves the rule. Because every time I now encounter a Steam game that's come out in the last couple of years that doesn't automatically do cloud saves, I'm just, I'm infuriated because yeah. it's now something that I take for granted. It feels wrong. It, like, when it why works, didn't you do it always that? Ends up like, it's so good. It always ends up like you go to work and you're like, all right, I'm, oh, fuck. Like, you don't have your save. I'm trying to remember, do, I just played something. It was a recent release. Save, so I was like, why isn't that do, there? Do, right. Uh, listen, for a while, <laughs> I was making videos where I had to play video games. Um, do, you, do you feel like you should still be paying for these services to play multiplayer games? Like, for, for PSN and Xbox Live? I feel like the paying for the multiplayer matchmaking is not something, it's not a value add. Like, that should be something you just get by default. it is a requirement. Default. Right. Like, it's a, you have to have this. And things. I can see why. I mean, they've got to... Otherwise, why would people pay for this stuff? Like, well, I mean, it, it's a hard sell to try to get wrap your mind around everything else if you don't use it. You'll also note that uh, PSN got way better when they added PlayStation Plus. When they were able to start charging people for mm. that and Sorry. use the funds to put it into proper servers and really support that platform, PSN improved so much. I mean, to the to the point where it is now. Like right there, it's with, on a on a level with Xbox Live. Whereas before, like it was kind of a joke. Like but it was like a free all joke. the it was on and it's <laughs> I don't know. I it played could go either so way. Where, on the PS2 right, back in the right, day, man. not good. I remember uh, SoCom. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like in general the the PS Plus games are like I, I don't ever play them. To be honest, you with mean you. like the free games? Yes, most of them. Are like I'll look at them, and be like, oh, I'll add it to my library. Maybe I'll play it one day. But it's do. also nice the discount you get when you buy stuff through the store for being a PS Plus member. Does like that apply that? to it everything? Nice. It applies to just about everything. I don't I wouldn't a, know about a lot everything of stuff like you get. brand new mm -hmm. launch titles, no. Yeah. But most everything else, yeah. You'll get a you'll get a ten percent discount or something. Mm -hmm. Which over time, you know, over the course of a year you end up paying for your subscription costs that way anyway. Yeah. So I, I think there said, is an argument for for charging for the online networks, especially mm -hmm. in a walled garden like the consoles are. Yeah. I, I mean, I get that it doesn't, it obviously doesn't fly on PC because that's an ecosystem that is so used to having all that for free that it's just not going to tolerate it. Right. Uh, I, but console people, honestly, like people are used to it. I feel like I have this question. I buy it in chunks. Like I'll buy like a six month or a 12 month chunk. And every time the chunk ends and I have to go back to repurchase it and make that decision again, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to let it lapse for a while. Like I just, mine's been lapsed since August 23rd. I can't let that stuff lapse. I've got like the little, I've got the little 12 number next to my name on Xbox on, Live because that's how many years I've done. Yeah. Don't I can't let it lapse. All... I will lose them. Maybe I, maybe no, I. You don't lose all your games. Like you just lose access to them until you have PS Plus again. Okay. For the ones you got with PlayStation Plus. Right. Not uh, everything that you own, you own. But if you. As far as cloud saves go, you might actually lose your ability to access those cloud saves. I'm not yeah. actually going to probably, probably, probably that, but yeah. if you bought the game, you can download it. But if you got it as part of the PlayStation yes. Plus, you yeah. lose access until right. you re right. reconnect. Bu buying a game even at a discount, you get to keep. Yeah. My but. my favorite little badge is my uh, my Steam badge. 13 years of service. I signed up the day Steam launched. Wow. Uh, Very same impressive. Same Steam account. Pretty happy with that. Um, I post, should check and see how far into it I am. Man. The uh, other bit of uh, bad news Sony had this week was Just one? Last Guardian got delayed again. Again. 
They also raised the price of PlayStation Plus, which we, I did on that was, Yeah, that was a couple that's, weeks that's ago. That was a little yeah. while. But still in the same time period. But it, uh, they, they just essentially are price matching up to Xbox Live now. F- fine. So, pretty it, much. But it's not, it's not like it's... Like that, that also had a price increase that was a pain in the ass for no reason. Like, whatever, go on. But that's not, I don't think <laughs> wow. it's as bad. Um, They're not the ones pushing it. Yeah, the uh, the last Guardian delay, fortunately, it's only a couple months this time. It's not the sort of like, yeah. uh, we'll talk again in a couple of years. It's just, what is it now, February? No, December. So oh, it got pushed that's right, from December. October 25th to December 6th. I, for some reason, it's, I was I was mentally pushing it from December now. I guess I've already got used yeah. to the idea of December. So, so it's about it's only it's two months. five or six weeks yeah. uh, in it's the grand bad. scheme it's, of things. It's, it's I mean, not bad. How many years has this been given in development? Like, like 10. Right. So it's a couple months. What's the big deal? I can, w- I can wait a little there, bit longer. But it's, it's like the same thing I said about Final Fantasy 15. It's like you have this 10-year development cycle. And After you all of this eventually, you finally choose a date, and then you can't skip it. It is pretty funny. Um, it, I think it was worse in the case of Final Fantasy 15, but whatever. With 10 years, if you missed it by that much and it's just a couple months, that's barely anything over the course of the whole thing. It's been in development since 2007. There you go. I See, if you up. threw a dart from 2007 and you got within a couple months of it, hey, that's pretty good. I'd be curious to see this time-traveling dart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you throw it up and you just it comes down eventually. On a date. On a, on a place in so time. So you have to throw it very, very specifically. Yes. Uh-huh. You throw and it up see, and it comes down and hits the, the duplicate button at the, dupl- at the DVD duplication factor. There you go. And then, <laughs> then it goes gold. That's what they do. Or, or to the download button. And that is how game development works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to get a good dart thrower. You do. So, That's the most important part. Um, the good news, I think, for PlayStation is so they, like, I feel like they mostly had a bad week, but then they also put out the 4.0 update. Yeah, they're, yes. they're from where? The yesterday, I think it hit. Uh, yeah, that hit yesterday. So that added HDR support for the console, which <coughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, now all the PS4s support HDR. It turns out though, there's like three million TVs that even support HDR. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe not as big a deal as I thought. It's like the the penetration for 4K TVs is like 80 million TVs, and and HDR is like three million. So at the moment. Um, it may not impact quite as many people as originally thought, but it's also added like the PS Pro updates. So it's, you know, uh, 1080p streaming and all that sort of stuff. Uh, added folders. So no mods. There's no mods. You can't have uh, mods for Fallout 4, but you can have as many folders as you want. I want to play Until Dawn again. I'll just talk of... I just (laughs) played it recently. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, because I see it. Like, you're mm-hmm. talking to folders is actually what made me think about it because I still see it on my bar. And it's like, it's pushed over to the side because I've played a lot of games since then. But now it's like, well, you know, Halloween's coming back up. I should, I should revisit that That's game. That's actually a really good idea. I'm going to play that. Well, yeah. See, remember. you looked at me like yeah. I was crazy when I said it. Well, you said Halloween. Now you're tying it all together. For right. Me. Well, remember, it's the way my Speaking brain works. My I'm connecting yeah. it all with ropes, not sticks. <laughs> 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 and uh, remember, you've got another scary game to play because you have to play Layers of Fear. For oh, the next game. Oh, right, oh, right. Game club game? That's the next game club game. No, that's not fair. You can't make people play games they're scared of. Layers of Fear I'm is not that scary. It but, is not. Um, I, someone did tell me that, that I'm going to be just fine. And yeah. that, it, that, that even that's, Jeff that got over some of his scares. And I was like, well, if Jeff can do it, I can yeah, do it. Yeah, it's, if they wanted to go scary, they should have picked differently. Um, I have a friend who gauges being like... Gus, question friend, mark. I didn't pick it. Gus, who, question mark. Oh, right. I have a friend who gauges scary games for me because he loves scary games. And he's like, yeah, you can never fucking play this game. I think Layers of Fear is on that list. Oh, really? Wow. I'm you a see big that, puss, dude. I'm, you see the I'm Vive game, Emily? Well, it's not a Vive game, but it's a game that now has Vive support. It's like I think it's called Emily. Oh, Emily was here? Or Emily was here? Maybe that's it. Yeah, I, I played that game like for a video. You're like pizza man. Is you it, show what, yeah, which yeah, one yeah. is yeah. That's, Emily was away? That game is all about away? looking around, so it makes sense. Like It's all about like turning your head. Uh-huh. Now that's on. Now it's got Vive support. You want to nah, play it again? There, there's a couple Vive games that look way too scary. Like what? I saw one on the Vive yeah. subreddit today, and I can't remember what the yeah. name was. I, uh, but, uh, I'm, thinking, the I'm thinking of Emily is away. Gotcha. That, uh, that's totally think, different. Wait, yeah. chair in a room? <laughs> that, isn't that one where just the world changes around you? I thought it was supposed to be horrifying. Oh. I, I, I've let people try the Vive, and every now and then I'll play like a scary game for them. For Kevin or something? Yeah, some people you know, are fine. Like They'll be like, oh, and then they start playing. I've seen a couple of people just like fall down and collapse on the floor <laughs> and say, like, take it off, take it off. I would be like, close your eyes, just close your eyes. It's like, okay. 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 The, the images okay. can't hurt you. <laughs> there is like that element of being in the game that like, the, especially when you first start using the Vive and you're not entirely used to everything, like it's still kind of like spectacular and you're in there and it's like, okay, that is actually a zombie right in front of me. Like there is, like even playing Horde Z, which is the most janky ass mm-hmm. zombie game ever, like that game scared the shit out of me. You know, Adam, uh, given how much you really like VR, 
you should like the PS4 Pro because it's going to be the console that better supports I PlayStation VR. To, I meant to bring that up. Are they going to like pull out the card and just be like, actually, the PSVR is only on the PS4 Pro? No, no way. I no way. They, I think they well, said they got- it's um, it's got like higher frame rates, and that's the sort of thing you can expect. Fuck that, dude. Like, it's going to make... <laughs> Like, but they already have a pretty healthy target. Then they say for all PSVR games, like yeah. all- 60 FPS is not a healthy target. Like there's a reason that all that you want to hit that 90 target for no, like I think Steam it's VR games. 90 for VR. It is, but it's not for 90, PSVR. They've got well for PSVR, it's 90 well, or 120 so or 90 that fakes 120. Um, if uh, so, developers have to hit a reliable 60 frames a second in Shit. VR, See? or Sony will not certify the title. Right, so the, the, prop, the thing is, is that no if you're not hitting 90 frames a second in VR, it's been proven that it makes more people sick. So it, for it, you to tell yeah. me that you have to buy a PS4 Pro not to get sick playing VR, that's fucking nonsense. That means I'm gonna pre-order one right away then. Right, <laughs> fuck. Uh, here, I got something else to read. Okay. I wanna remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by Trunk Club. Uh, summer's here, new clothes are in order, but there's a problem. Shopping takes forever, and it's not always what you are looking for. Make it easy to look your best in clothes that fit you perfectly, handpicked by your own personal stylist. Go to trunkclub.com slash thepatch, type in your measurements, share your likes and dislikes, and you get your very own personal stylist. They'll pick your clothes from over 80 top brands and ship them right to your door. Keep what you like, send back what you don't. Trunk Club is not just another way to shop online. Your stylist takes the time to understand your unique look, and if you live in Dallas, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, or D.C., you can stop by one of the Trunk Club clubhouses and work with your stylist in person for free. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. You get your own personal stylist. Shipping is always free. You have 10 days to try on the clothes risk-free. Make a statement at the next big event on your calendar with a look that's handpicked just for you and your style. Get started at Trunk Club today. Premium clothes, expert advice, no work. That's your very own personal stylist at Trunk Club. Get started today at trunkclub.com slash thepatch. That's trunkclub.com slash thepatch. I actually got a trunk today. I should have brought it out here. I just got put it in my office. I, I'm thinking more and more about trying that because I don't want to be the guy that wears t-shirts and shorts forever. I'm very not stylish, Just, just add jeans. Yep. I, have a, I have a pizza See, shirt on right now. And I do, do like that Yeah, but the shirt. pizza shirt's it's, delightful. It is from Pizza Hut. It's yes. a Pizza Hut shirt. <laughs> But you can. Because, I, I've got a. I've got a URL for you, my friend. This is, uh, I'm. I'm wearing my my fun shoes again that I like so much. Because cool. I'm so excited. I, I wear these all the time now. They're like my new default shoes. Because they're like they add like a couple inches. That's pretty th- well, good. Well, that too. That too. It's actually it's nice because I'm a shouty and they uh, they don't they make me just look a teeny bit taller. This is the smallest. We do newsreads together. You're like on four I, apple boxes. I have to. Yeah, I have an apple box and a half that I have to stand on next <laughs> to Adam. <laughs> um, so there were a couple of other things I wanted to bring up. Specifically, there's actually Mass Effect Andromeda news to talk about. Yes. Oh my goodness. First of all, uh, they're making it. They're, they're still making it, believe it Yay. or not. Uh, second of all, they're having a contest looking for voiceover talent. Uh, right. I saw, what? I saw that. Yeah, Wait. It, what? Really? You have. There's two more weeks left in the con in the contest. I'm gonna do that. You yep. can enter. They have like a little script. You just like record yourself. We read it and then you send it to them. I want to be the V over, v, v over in uh, the Citadel equivalent. I want to, yeah, I want to be, I want to get in on this. Let's do it. Yeah, so no, it's, uh, it's open to legal residents of Australia, Canada, not Quebec, New Zealand, United Kingdom, and the United States. You got to get it in by September 28th. Man, so, I would totally do that. Where's the script? We're, we're recording right now. Let's do it. For me, the, um, the yeah, let me, look at, let me so see if I can do the script and we'll Gus, do. Give me a read. The first features indie documentarian Jordan Tate, who interviews Andromeda's protagonist, Ryder. I'm going to bring up the second one, though. The second is a conversation between two mercenaries. I'm going to see if I can pull it up and you and I can read it right now, okay? Do you want to be tough mercenary and I'll be worried mercenary? Yes, absolutely. Okay, hold All on. Right. Uh, let me pull up. Let me see if I, I, I can. can put it right here. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. This is the, dr- the dramatic I got, a, I got a great deal. We I got a great deal on the gear we salvage, salvage from the crash. Here's your share. You said we'd split the take evenly. It's even. Do the math. Come on, man. I've got a family. You don't. This isn't fair. We agreed to split the profits 50-50. Wait. Yeah, yeah sorry to move it. <laughs> we to split the profits 50-50. How do you f- how you feed your family is your problem. <sighs> I just keep thinking, what if I hadn't left the capital? Maybe I wouldn't have to worry about where my kids' next meals are coming from. We're doing better than some. But I worry that one day I'll cross Sanders and find my kids murdered. Sanders doesn't kill kids. And you don't know th- and you don't know that sorry, and you don't know that <laughs> wouldn't have happened and you don't know that wouldn't have happened in the Capitol. There were laws back there. Out here, I don't know, man, it's just thugs running the place. A thug wearing a uniform is still a thug. Sanders was a head of security back in the Capitol, and look what he's become. She's become. Trust me, things like rule of law, like decency, out the window when things go bad. So you wouldn't go back? If you had the chance? Hell no. 
It's not the best here, but I get to decide my life. It's what we wanted, right? A new start? Bioware. So you guys, uh, call us. You guys? Uh, right, that was right really, there. really it's good. I got, my, got my chills. Tag on so Twitter. Was, uh, got chills. That was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know that I want to encounter that do, dialogue do you, do in the game. Do you two want to do the... Uh, well, then we can do the other one. Yes, there's another yeah. one. Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, it's uh, the interview. Jordan Tate's Yeah, so we'll go back and uh, we'll do that. So you guys did script two. Let me yeah, pull up script one. I've, I've got it here. Where you scripts? You you want this, Ryan? You, you sure. have two computers. Yeah, you. Uh, I don't know. Here, Wait, was that go. the first or the second? Um, that was the second. They did okay, second. First. We'll do script one. That's too small for us. We appreciate first. the shot, the chance, though. I did. Wait, I think I got it. Uh, one, okay. of you, one of you is going to have to be Ryder. I don't think they're good, they're casting for Ryder. That's fine. That I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll be I'll be I'll be Ryder. Okay. <clears throat> but what, what what do I know about Jordan Tate? He's a smart and talented indie documentarian. Documentarian? Uh, it's yeah. someone who makes documentaries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <clears throat> he likes clearing his throat. I, I, I barked, too. Uh, writer, isn't it? Uh, Jordan Tate, freelance vid maker. Superintendent Drake's asked for an uplifting documentary about our efforts. Translation, paint rainbows over our problems. But people deserve the truth, not propaganda. Perhaps a crisis is a time for hope rather than hard truths. If we pretend everything's fine, who does this truly serve? I want the dirt and blood, not the convenient fairy tale Drake's looking for. Okay, what do you want to know? Well, how do you think things are going? Official reports don't tell us very much. I think people should go out and see Andromeda for themselves. How does no trouble at all follow that? All right. No trouble at all? <laughs> are those scars on your armor just from popping the champagne? Never mind. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. If that's your take, that's what's going on. Bandwidth means I'm transmitting in short bursts, so that's all for now. And that's the end. Nice, good, dude. I, I think we just chills. made we just that's made Andromeda. Uh, wow, you, guys, you don't have to buy the game now. Oh, look, it even has direction out I mean, to the side. I didn't the read the direction. Damn yeah. it! That's I was fine. wondering your take on on the direction was a little interesting. <laughs> What's the direction? Professional focused is what. I, you, uh, how do you think things are going? You just made oh. it. You made you was took there direction a, on mine too. Yeah, there was you just took it and made it your own. That's fine. I did. I took, and you know, I made the character angry. And gruff. Your direction was... You did all right, though. You I mean, right? I, it was okay. a tough mercenary, you know? So, <laughs> it, it, it does man. make sense that you could read as writer, since it's been revealed that... There's two writers. There's two writers, brother and sister. Mm -hmm. Unlike in huh. the original Mass Effect trilogy, where it's like you were either Femship or uh, male ship. Actually, they're also Siamese twins, where your armor will just cover up one of the heads. <laughs> it's really interesting. <laughs> but it's like, if you, whatever... Uh, writer you choose to play, the other one still exists in the universe. Like they're out oh. doing something else off screen. It makes me think of like GTA 5 when you switch between characters. It's, how it's you could be one character. I, yeah, I love the idea of like, the, if you're the female out in the middle of it's just like, man, my fucking sister's so cool. I'm so lame. I'm just, <laughs> it sucks. I mean, I mean, I'm like, like, her. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> saving the fucking world. You I'm know, here stuck in the Citadel I'm so burgers. proud of you, sis. <laughs> the, um, the, the thing that throws me the most about uh, what we learned from that gameplay review is that instead of N7, they're now G2. Mm. And it freaks me out. It still freaks me out. I know we talked about it last week on the patch. It still freaks me out. Oh, it's a new story. It's a new character. you got to have a different classification. Yeah, I suppose. It'd be weird if it was N7. I, I know, but then just like, I just associate like N7 and Normandy and everything. It's going to be, I'm looking forward to it, but it is going to be weird. Yeah to explore a corner of the universe that has nothing to do with any yeah, of that. Yeah, that's right. It's Mass Effect. Andromeda. It's, it's mass. It's a Very story mass. from the Mass Effect universe. They're still yeah. going to be realized, right? I don't know. They I were kind of destroyed at I, the I end. I think they, they are all destroyed Fuck. no matter what ending Can you got. The more? relays were destroyed. No, nope, I get the feeling anywhere. that, um, I mean, if this is like a post-relay destruction thing, it's like some people were out went out to, well, my theory is that people went out to colonize an area and now they're like they're stuck they can't use relays to get back they're in their own corner of the universe cut off from everything else and have to like settle colonies and basically start over and build up at least you want to go planet to planet it's pretty that's interesting. my idea um bioware you've got a couple months i know you're, you're targeting march but if you want to completely redesign the game along those lines hey. it can be done just delay it two months uh don't <laughs> do not um so we kind of got away from a topic that I know you wanted to talk about earlier, which was uh, ReCore finally yes. launching with uh, Xbox uh, or the Windows Play Anywhere. It's it, Windows Play Anywhere, it's right? Xbox Play Anywhere. Xbox, Xbox Play Anywhere. X XPA. Xbox Play which Anywhere initiative. Which rolls right off the tongue. And I, I've, I've tested it going back and forth. I've got it on, uh, loaded on both my PC and on the Xbox. 
Uh, the saves seem to transfer pretty well. Uh, yeah. Supposedly, there's achievement progress can be made on the PC side of it. Absolutely, because I'm playing on the PC and mm -hmm. you can. Uh, as long I, as you sign in, you have the option not to sign in. Yeah. Um, to your to well, your gamer tag. Didn't your say aren't your saves associated with your gamer tag? So I don't potentially, think you would. but I, I logged in, so I, I can tell mm -hmm. you. But like, so maybe just what, switches to local saves in that case. Yeah, you have the option to say like, oh, no, I don't feel like signing in and just mm -hmm. play the game. <laughs> it's like. Mm. No. Too much trouble, no. right? Um, <laughs> I will say so. Um, I started on Xbox and then moved to PC and then moved to another Xbox. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, Adam and I both had the same trouble with getting it going on PC at first. It's kind of a pain in the ass because in order to, um, so I, I redeemed the code in the Xbox store, downloaded the game, played it for a while, and then um, went to the PC and the Microsoft store. I like it, it first it asked me to buy it and then it said that I owned it mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't give me any kind of option to install and you had to it turns out you had to like look through the fine print Adam helped me out with this so a lot you had to go to an so, anniversary so edition for me I, 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 yes. I, I, yeah right I did I got the key and it's like all right you've redeemed the game I'm gonna take you to the page and then it loaded the page the page is broken so I figured it was uh -oh. I figured it was because it was before midnight on on Tuesday I was like fuck I fucked this key up um, and then I like kept checking back like every couple hours like even after midnight and it wouldn't load and I was like something's weird so I, I looked it up and you have to have the anniversary update to play the game right but the anniversary update is rolling out in waves so, oh, so not everyone it has it oh. so like people that are playing Microsoft Play Anywhere if, if you're not like computer savvy and you don't know how to manually install update which is not hard uh, like you're gonna think it's fucking broken right because yeah. you have to actively go out of your way and you mentioned this also right you have to actively go out of your way and find right. the download so, mm -hmm. so I, I googled uh, Windows Windows anniversary update. I looked at my, my version history. I was on fifteen eleven, which is like sixteen hundred something now. So I wasn't up to date. I googled Windows anniversary update. Couldn't find a link to the actual download. Everything it would, like I would find like like CNET pages and be like, here's how to download it. And you like click it and it, or it would tell you like go to automatic updates. That's how you do it. So you're <laughs> okay. retarded. Well, no, no, it's true actually. Look, no, no, like I'm telling you, automatic updates. Well, okay, here. Here's what you do. This is the short path for anybody that okay. wants to do this at home. I'm, I'm let me finish, because okay. I think we went to the same okay. place. So what I did do was I went to automatic updates, hit learn more, Yes. and then then that page has a link to take you to the Microsoft store, and then you can download it from there. Or Microsoft website. Well, no, it's, it. there's a link right on the thing when you click learn when you, more. When you, you click, click learn more, it takes click, you to a big thing that when, says anniversary right, edition when click, download When here. you click learn more, it loads up a web page yeah. that says download now. Yes. So that's how you do it. Okay. And um, if you know, you I'll, I'll be doing that tonight. Right. And if you need to determine if you've already updated, aside from the fact that the, the notification thing's a different spot, you can just, in the start menu, type about, and it will autocomplete about my PC. If you oh. click on that, you can see the version number yeah, of the Windows you're running. Also type WinRev. Or you could do and that. It should be 1600, you said? 1607. I think the, the, the version before that would have been 1511. Yes. But yeah. um, once, once I did that, I was able to load the game, download it, install it, whatever. I you initially get into the game, and it had, it, it kind of like kind of was a little reminiscent of uh, Xbox or Live for Windows, which is a little scary because oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it like pops up this window. It's like log in with your shit. It's like this is normal, but scary. But you log in with it. It is a little weird that it doesn't carry your login over from the store because you launch it from yeah. the store, which you're already logged into, and then you load the game, and it's like all right, log in again. But once you log in once, it, it saves it. Um, so then, the difference being when you're logging in the store, you're logging into your Microsoft account in your store. When you're logging in that second time, what you're doing is you're logging into what Xbox Live. I, I totally yes. understand, but it's the same login. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, but it sort of isn't. Not always. Like, yeah. for me, I, for, with me, my yeah. stuff's all fucked up. It's it, like I have like three different email addresses. Right. But for, for me, use. my credentials are the same. It's still my Microsoft account, my Microsoft account, it's tied to my gamertag, et cetera. So, but once you get in there, it works. Um, that game looks bad. It, looks, so? it I, I feel like it did launch looking a bit dated already. Um, it's fortunately uh, for the game, it's a little bit stylized. It's kind of self so yeah, it, it sort of it yeah. does its best. Like it works with it, um, and it like I don't look at it and go ugh, but I look at it and it doesn't look like a game that's coming out in 2016. It what does look do like it's it it plays like a oh. PS2 game and it looks like a PS3 game. It's a really good, oh wow, that's a that's a really good way to put it. That's a <laughs> interesting. Interesting analogy. The the gameplay is really bizarre. Like it's all I don't know if you could like I don't know if it would feel good playing it on a PC because it's not manual aiming. Like you can manually aim. Yeah, I, I oh, played no, it on PC, on PC with a controller. Feels fine. Like a with, 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 a, with mouse, a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because with with a controller, it's all just like you hold left trigger and hold right trigger, and it like auto. Basically, on the what I found myself doing on the PC playing with keyboard and mouse, and I kind of liked it better. Is uh, I just never you can you know right click to aim down. Or do its lock on whatever. Sure. Just you don't. 
You just so, use it like on, a, on the a, Xbox controller. I mm-hmm. had I I had a problem where like the fidelity wasn't there for me to aim, at least on PC with the Xbox controller. The fidelity wasn't there for me to aim at things like accurately enough. Like it would like jump like but like mm-hmm. it would like take too far of a step. Like I'd have even to turn when, my, when you were trying to just free aim. Right, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I'm gonna have to turn my sensitivity way down. There's basically no reason to free aim when you're using a controller in that game. There is not. There really no. Is no. There's no benefit. Less than mm-hmm. less than um, no the th- things that does feel good in that game is that little. Uh, Boost forward button. Yeah. I always boost forward. Jump boost. Boosting forward. feels good. Uh, yep. I, I wonder if you get to upgrade that at some point because I'd love to boost for a longer time or get a vehicle. Um, I'm about vehicles. four hours into the game at this point, uh, and I haven't had any kind of personal upgrades like that. Uh, I have got to the point now where, uh, it would, like, or very very early on in the process, you get red ammo, mm-hmm. which helps you be more effective against the red type mm-hmm. uh, enemies. And now I've also got blue ammo. There, so I know that there's a yellow ammo coming somewhere down the line, and then God only knows, I encountered green monsters now, and I've encountered purple monsters. So you have to combine the color. Matt317A on Twitter is very grateful. He says, this is really helpful. I've had the same problem with ReCore in Windows 10. I'll look for the anniversary yep, update. There you That's go. all it takes. It's, you know, and it's, then I feel once, bad. Once you finish the anniversary update, the easiest way to get it at that point is it will... If you've removed the Xbox Store from your taskbar, it will be back along with Internet Explorer. Just Yay! click on the way yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Windows things. Store Edge. in the taskbar. I meant, I meant to research Edge, this. Sorry. There was a couple. There was a couple problems with the anniversary update that people were having. Oh, really? Like what? not just the downloading. I can't. I meant to pull it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, but some, so there were certain issues that arise arose because of the anniversary update. I will. Say, it took a long time on my work machines. I did it both my work machines here, and that took forever. How much time? Home, like an hour. It took five ever. It, yeah. No, it, it did easily yes. take over an hour, I think, on one of them. Yeah. Now, I think that's just because the, it here we maybe congestion or something. At There's home, it flew through here, the download. Yeah. yeah. At home, I was still a little bit slow. And then it, it came up very quick. It's a bit of a shame that, uh, like, I'm, I almost feel like they could have launched Xbox Play Anywhere maybe with a bigger t- first title. Dude, I mean, but I don't, on the other I don't hand, I, it's getting a lot other, of hate. I actually am enjoying. I like it, it a lot. I, 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 I like it. I like it very much. I understand um, the main criti- criticisms that reviewers have had, is um, from what I've heard, is that it has long load times, which it does. It does. The PC version, um, at least on the PCs long. I've played on, way better. Yeah, I better, had, but still long. Long, I but better. Long Whereas uh, last night I was playing uh, on uh, just a. I've played on an Xbox One S a little bit, and I've played on. An Xbox One a little bit, and the Xbox One, the loading was occasionally kind of silly. Mm-hmm. It was like you know, minute and a half, two minutes for to load to load into a room that had a, a like an NPC and a conversation. Now, how yeah. often do you have to load? I mean, is it like not that much? Okay. It's pretty yeah. much you load. Um, it, the game is set up a lot like um, Zelda, really, where it's uh, big open world zones with dungeons that you mm-hmm. zone into. So yeah, it's like 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 zones within zones, and the only time you zones really zones, load zones, is zones. for those. Okay. It, so the big problem I saw with Windows Anniversary Update, I just did a quick look, was for user. There was a problem for users who had their OS installed on solid state drives and their apps and data on another drive. Fuck yeah. Where That's what I Anniversary have. Update would not properly start. It would freeze on boot. And oh yeah, no. It was like a workaround. That's, to that's get a big problem. It. That's that's what I have at home. <laughs> so. Maybe they fixed it since then. This yeah. was a, a, an issue, I guess, when Anniversary Update first came out last okay. month. Okay. So well, I, hopefully they've I, I got feel it like then. ReCore exists in sort of a, a generation that doesn't exist anymore. Like in, in the original, like in the Xbox 360, there was a ton of like B-tier games. Cameo! Right. There was a lot of like, you know, price excluded, like some of them were $40. But there were a lot of games that were just like... They were fun romps, but you wouldn't give them like a, a, like a 90 out of 100. Like you maybe yeah. would give them a 60 or 70. Fun But they're romp. still worth playing. Yeah. Adam Ellis in the pizza shirt. <laughs> well, it's, it's been kind of a generation of that, right? Like No Man's Sky wasn't really a AAA developer. It was just happened yeah. to be one that got a lot of uh, notoriety. And they, and char- so, they charge a AAA price for it, right? though. They do. I think that's that where That is not a B-tier game. It does not deserve is, that title. I mean, it is a B-tier game. It, <laughs> it is a, it's a B-tier game. Uh, it's a beer tier. Yeah, it is it's it's absolutely a, a, what you're it's describing. It's a beer-tea game. Beer-tea game. Beer-tea, beer yeah. Um, but I, I, I am liking Record. The, I can't say that the, the criticisms are not valid, because they definitely are. Uh, the other major criticism is, I think, that... Um, the game tends to fall apart later on, and that I cannot speak to. You mean, I, you I'm only to the point I've got my 
second uh-huh. gets I, repetitive. Okay, I got my I, second bot friend. So I will say it has fallen apart on me uh, once, and Jer- it's fall- happened to Jeremy once too. Glitch wise, yes. Where oh. I, I at one point I was in the uh, the dungeon. Um, it's like one of the first ones you come to, um, the Brood dungeon, and you, I went into a big room. There were some platforms. The what dungeon? Brood, I think. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's in like this the. the same area where the 512 tower is. Okay. But you come back through. It's uh, So I go into a room, towers, or a bunch of platforms. It's the one where there's three platforms that you can shoot uh, the little static bubbles on and they're moving around. Anyway, okay, uh, yeah, I go okay. backtrack for a second to make sure I didn't miss a, a chest. When I come back into that room, all the platforms are gone. And I, you cannot get them to come back. And I'm in the room. I fell in the room. You know, expecting to be able to play it. I've heard some pretty rampant bugs about that game. I I saw someone, like, they had a checkpoint, and their checkpoint was just them spawning and falling through the wall. Oh, God. Yeah, and it was like, checkpoint Oh, uh, yeah, just prior uh, to that happening, I beat the first room in that dungeon, and past the door was nothing. And so I I walked out. (gasps) Oh, that's great. Oh, no. I walked out the door into nothing and fell through the world and then respawned back in the big room and and then the the place that I was supposed to go was there. Uh, Well, I feel pretty grateful at the moment that I have not encountered Uh, anything remotely like that. So asset loading is an issue. The game is interesting, though. I I feel like there's some some depth to it. Like, you you have different robots that you can get. You have, like, upgrades for your character. I haven't found a reason, like, to hold... Like, you know, like, you go to the core fusion Mm -hmm. thing and you get to take the red, yellow, and blue and, like, fuse them into your player so that you get stronger attack defense and something else? Yeah. Is there a reason to hold back? Uh, I think the reason to hold back is that um, when you get new bot types, so the um, the dog bot, his name is Mac. Mm-hmm. And I call him Doggo. He's Doggo. cute. He's cute. And uh, then you get the spider one. That's Seth. Seth. And I think the, re- the, the reason that you'd want to hang on to them potentially is because if you spend all of them on Mac, then you don't have anything to spend to power Seth up. So I'm talking about, I don't know. So, Are you talking about so like far, blueprints? So far, the, 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 the blueprints I've done only require that like credit currency. Mm-hmm. And for your player, you can actually like, they're like fragments of those colors, of those core fragments that are red, yellow, and blue. And you can power your health up, your attack power up, and I believe your defense up. And I don't see a reason not to just pump all that stuff into there. I, I may be confused. I should go back into this game. I thought I was powering up my dog. Well, you do that Doggo. as well. Okay. I, right. I haven't actually Doggo. seen what uh, Adam was talking about, but I, I have been picking up all those fragments, and I just yeah. assumed that they had a point. But, but I've not gotten to the point where it said, shove this in your body. By the way, you can destroy the boxes in that game. Oh, yeah. no, That game was not that was not clear to me for some reason. And like an hour and a half into it, I'm like, I shot a box and it exploded. Fuck. A- and they respond constantly. Right. I, uh, I actually, I streamed uh, the game for a bit last night. Uh, and someone in the stream told me about that. Blew my mind. And I thought, of course, it's a video game. Of course you beat up yeah, the blah. crates and yeah. there's stuff in them. That's what video sense. games do. It makes perfect sense. And I don't know how I missed it, except... As Adams pointed out, they don't look like they're not highlighted. They're not. They're partially buried like in sand. Things, typically, like they, look, they look they like look they're like just part of the environment, hmm. which uh, is weird. You know, and once you blow them up, there's literally no set dressing left. But oh my god, the animation, an the animation for the core fragments flying out has like two frames. Yeah, why is that in three frames per second? So bizarre. I haven't played the game. That said. You know, for for all the issues that it has, none of those have stopped me from having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I'm definitely curious. And it's so, a nice, mindless kind of like don't have to think about it too much. I'm kind of intrigued. I like I want to know what the story with the chick is and you, why. You put she, dungeons in a game. I'm pretty happy. Yeah. I like dungeons a whole lot. I I do wish um, there was more to the outdoor environment than desert. Uh, I don't know if that's going to change as I progress through the game. I am, after all, trying to terraform a planet, so. Maybe you go from like one bit into a next bit and then there's finally grass and stuff because right now it seems like the entire planet is nothing but desert and never will be. And so that does get a tad repetitive. Uh, But overall, I played way, way, way longer than I intended to because I was just having a good time. Yeah. So keep playing at the time. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's not triple A. I was a little bit surprised. I mean, it's it's a beer tea game. Beer tea. uh, But it's a fun one. So we're almost at time, but there is one more story I wanted to bring up before okay. we wrap here. The finale. It's so a, it's a, it was a crazy story that came out today where apparently someone was trying to buy a laptop from Microsoft in March of 2013, and they were accidentally shipped an Xbox One prototype 
two months before the console was even announced. That, like, who, who's that person who got that? Yeah, so the guy, like... And uh, he kept it under wraps? Yeah, until well, now? I, I guess uh, he contacted Engadget, and Engadget mm-hmm. helped get it back to Microsoft and negotiated an exclusive story about the Xbox One out of it and promised not to talk about it. But I guess all the related parties are either no longer mm-hmm. at Engadget and have moved on, and I guess they, they feel like it's been enough time where they started talking about it. It's a really weird story, and, and the Xbox One, that the prototype that the guy got, had like a weird dazzle paint on it mm-hmm. to like try to make it more difficult to photograph to figure out exactly what you're looking at. Uh, we'll put a link in the patch notes. You should definitely check it out. It's a really bizarre story. And I mean, it's still, in the end, even now, three years later, it's not clear how exactly this prototype got shipped out and, and that's where a the hell fuck of a up mix-up happened. Because if someone orders a laptop, you think you're in a warehouse, you go to the, the laptop shelf and you get the laptop and you put it in the box and you ship it away. How did a Xbox One prototype end up there in its well, place? Well, part of what they get into a little bit is at the time, Microsoft was trying to almost like hide the Xbox One prototypes in plain sight, making like thinking people wouldn't know what they were uh-huh. or expect what to see and that one just kind of somehow ended up at the shipping warehouse. I mean, and then whoever's in the shipping warehouse to him, sure, maybe it's a laptop. I, I mean, don't that, know. That's well, some a weird looking laptop, sight. but yeah, that's super plain sight. It's like we're going to hide the new console in everyone's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> so bizarre. Cuz we know you won't buy it. They're oh. still doing uh. it. All right. Well, thanks for watching everybody. Uh, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Right. Bye. Bye.